Joker, question. What's up? If you knew you had the inhuman gene, would you go into the Terrigen Mist? Knowing full well you don't know what you're going to get and it could possibly be pretty bad. As we kind of talked about a little bit in last week's episode, question about rolling the dice. Yeah, I would. Because, like we talked about that, like we're, we're horrible at that decision. Yeah. I think the only thing that holds me back sometimes is knowing that one of the uh, Inhumans is a literal just giant gate door and he can't move or nah. do anything, but he can hear and feel everything. Oh, door. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And I'm like, that's more of where I'm just like, I'm like, huh. I wouldn't want to end up like that. But like other than him, even some of the worst ones seem like they still have some application with their powers. True, true. You know what? As always, I'm gonna roll them dice. Oh god. Okay, so uh, that's gonna bring us into this week's episode. And if you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow. Heck, even bring a friend in. So this week's episode is gonna be about Miss Marvel. Also, uh, the one we're doing is Kamala Khan. Let's the, get what the newest character we've ever done. Actually, yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, real world. Kamala Khan is a superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Created by editor Sana Amanat. I do also, just disclaimer as we do often, if I butcher any of these names, I greatly apologize. There, I'm going to do my best. There's going to be a lot I feel we're going to butcher on accident. And that, so yes, uh, Sana Amanat and uh, Stephen uh, Wacker. Writer G. Willow Wilson and artist Adrian Alfano and Jamie McAlvey. Uh, Khan is Marvel's first Muslim character to headline her own comic book. Khan made her first appearance in Captain Marvel issue number 14, August 2013. So yeah, our newest character right there. Yep. Uh, before going on to star in a solo series, Miss Marvel, which debuted in February 2014. Which that also I feel like goes to show that they had high hopes for this new character to go in one appearance and then immediately go to her own self-titled show or comic and from what i can tell of what i did research on this character they weren't wrong yeah no this character has done very well for herself oh yeah so in november of 2013 marvel comics would announce that kamala khan a teenage american muslim from jersey city new jersey would take over the comic series miss marvel beginning in february of 2014 which that's also another bold move for them to assume like how popular this character was gonna be having her literally take on the title and the comics like headline the series that was already a pretty prevalent character oh yeah and has been for so long oh yeah like yeah one of these days we should do an episode on on cat on uh, carol dance oh Never. yeah <laughs> okay so the series marked the first time a muslim character headlined a book at marvel comics however uh Nolene Clark of the Los Angeles Times noted that Khan is not the first Muslim character in comic books, including Simon Bay's Dust and M. Dust is a pretty cool character. <laughs> but it's definitely nice to know there are still the uh, characters of other cultures that do still show up in our comics. And it's right. Not just like, all American based. Like they were there, there and that. This is just the first one getting her own like headline. Which is awesome that they finally got one to headline a book. Oh, heck yeah. 
So the conception of Kamala Khan came about during a conversation between Marvel editors uh, Sana Amanat and Steve Recker. Uh, Amanat said, I was telling him some crazy anecdote about my childhood uh, growing, up as, growing up as a Muslim American. He found it hilarious. The pair then told Wilson about the concept, and Wilson became, uh, became eager to jump aboard the project. Uh, Sana said that the series came from a desire to explore Muslim-American uh, dysphoria from an authentic perspective. Which fair, because uh, that's that's one thing that's always nice is um, one getting somebody of the actual ethnicity to do the comics of that character, and just seeing representation because that's kind of important for kids, and especially with the world nowadays with all the events that have transpired over the last two decades that. Muslims to Americans are very looked down upon. Like they, it's just built into our culture now that we don't like them for past uh, experiences. Yeah. So it was nice that they took the reins. Like, no, we're gonna have this to help try to help out the kids and like give them a give them a voice in the media. Yeah. Be like, which honestly, I I love is uh, as somebody who is indigenous and uh, has a few characters him, himself in the medium, and that I appreciate seeing other people get their get their time to shine too. As long as it's not like in Suicide Squad and he dies immediately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slipknot. The second they were like, this guy's playing Slipknot, I'm like, he's going to be the first one to die. <laughs> so artist Jamie McCall, um, McKelvey based Khan's design on his redesign of Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel and on Dave Cockrum's design of the original Miss Marvel. Ooh, which actually, yeah, you look at her costume, you can definitely see both designs. Oh, yeah. And that, uh, Amanat uh, requested that the design reflect the Captain Marvel legacy and also her story and her background. Um, Amanat started that, uh, stated that Khan's costume was influenced by the uh, sh- shall, shall wear kameez. They wanted to, which they wanted the costume to represent her cultural identity but did not want her to wear a hijab because the majority of teenage Pakistani American girls do not wear one. Amina also stated that they wanted the character to look less like a uh, sex siren to appeal to a more vocal female readership, which fair. Also you're designing a, like a literal teenager. Maybe. Yeah, we can, which is nice too, but I mean, she is technically of age in the comics. So yeah, but it's still nice to, finally have a character they're just looking at like we don't want her to be a sex icon which was which is nice and they did they definitely killed it on that they definitely nailed that and also just like the costume design is pretty amazing because it does kind of reflect both versions of captain marvel's like legacy and her present yep which is also really nice because it does like they wanted to do it does kind of show a little bit of her cultural identity in not just overwhelmed by the comic designs yeah like it's they like this character was very well done and very well put together i feel oh yeah so marvel knew that they wanted a young muslim girl but stated that she could be from any place of origin and have any background wilson initially considered making her an arab girl from uh, dearborn michigan but ultimately chose to create a, a desi girl from jersey city jersey city which sits across from the hudson river from manhattan has been referred to as new york city's sixth borough it therefore forms an important part of Khan's identity and the narrative journey of her character since most of Marvel's comic stories are set in Manhattan. 
Uh, Wilson also would explain that a huge aspect of Miss Marvel is being a second-string hero in a second-string city and having to struggle out of the uh, pathos and emotion that can give that that can give a person. Which that does set up solid uh, story arcs that you can do in the future. Oh yeah, because like, like it's been proven with past heroes and sidekicks to be able to do that. Because like with Nightwing and Batman, Nightwing's got the second-rate city. Yeah. But he becomes so prevalent in his own story, and it works out great for her so far. Oh, ama- amazingly. Well, because I think she's even been on the Avengers a few times. That Like, she's worked with them. Yeah. She, she's she's definitely came into her own in the comics. So that was a solid setup to give this character something to struggle against. Yep, and a good struggle, too. Exactly. The series not only explores Khan's conflict with supervillains, but also explores conflict with Khan's home and religious duties. Wilson, a uh, convert to Islam, said, This is not evangelism. It was really important for me to portray Kamala as someone who is struggling with her faith. Wilson continued, Her brother is extremely conservative, and her mom is paranoid that she's going to touch a boy and get pregnant. And her father wants her to con- concentrate on her studies and become a doctor. So, you know, classic home life of a religious family. Oh, yeah. That, Which, I feel like any of us who grew up in those homes can can relate. Oh, yeah. And especially ones of that faith, I feel like they're as much stronger for them than it is of others. Yeah. like So it, it's just, it feels like they did a really great job, and it's good that they had people who knew what they were doing. Exactly. People who came from that background yeah. themselves. Which, yeah, amazing. So, uh, for folks, uh, that for the most part, that is her real world origins and uh now let's get into in universe so early life so kamal was born in jersey city the daughter of uh yusuf and uh muniba khan like i said at the beginning i apologize if i mess these names up her parents and her older brother amir moved to the united states from uh karachi uh pakistan okay so it looks like her family her first uh generation uh for our first immigrants and she'd be the first generation born here yep so in in kindergarten kamala met nakia who went out uh who went on to become camilla's best friend like camilla nakia was a practicing muslim and the daughter of immigrants oh it kind of gives you a connection and you know yeah but no, that definitely kind of helps build a stronger bond too oh heck yeah uh, Kamala found solace with her two best friends, Bruno and Nakia, something she sorely needed. Though uh, proud and respectful of her heritage and faith, Kamala always felt different and was often mocked by her other peers for her nerdy interests and strict parents. So we're talking about Bruno now, huh? We are. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that name and when I started doing <laughs> editing this morning. I'm like, huh. Thought we were supposed to talk about him. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought while I was doing the re- first line well, of the race. We all have the same thought process here at this right. uh, podcast. Okay. So, in addition to her friendship with Nakia and Bruno, uh, Camilla would find an escape in her love of video games, social media, fan fiction, and above all, superheroes. She devotedly followed the career of Carol Danvers, the former Miss Marvel, who had recently started going by the nom de guerre uh, Captain Marvel. So I do like, especially in this, it shows that she is a modern kid. Yeah. And like it really brings in what modern kids like and how they are and how they 
Like I enjoy the fact that's why I like seeing uh, seeing the previews to the show and stuff and how she kind of views stuff in comic format. Yeah. I'm like that's kind of true to the how the character would look at things. Oh yeah, she's a kid who loves comics or and loves heroes and that. So yeah, no, that pretty great, uh, pretty amazing way they did that. So undergoing Terrigenus. So, as I said, kind of, uh, kind of open this thing up. Uh, Terrigenus is basically a mist thing, and that that turns people who have the who have the uh, inhuman gene into the actual inhumans, gives them their power. Are they a great way to see that in action? Is Agents of Shield? Agents of Shield did a pretty fantastic job of showing that. And uh, so, yeah, let's get it kind to it. Uh, so one night, ho- hoping to prove herself to be more than the odd duck, Kamala went against her parents' wishes and Bruno's to go to a party at the Jersey waterfront. However, her classmates, uh, particularly Zoe and Zimmer and Zoe's boyfriend, Josh Richards, kept teasing and ostracizing her. Miserable, Kamala was on her way home when Jersey Sea was suddenly blanketed in Terrigen Mist and Kamala along with it. I would like to throw out a fun little fact about that incident. Uh, that was kind of during a uh, event where Black Adam just decided to mist the world in Terrigen Mist and killed a lot of mutants because mutants are actually, it, it's lethal to them. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, just a fun little fact of how that <laughs> How that random Terrigen... Which because they don't really bring up how the Terrigen Mist appeared. Only reason I know that is because I know that storyline because that's when Black Adam was like going to war with mankind or something. Makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so, unconscious in her Terrigen cocoon, Camilla saw an unusual vision of three of her favorite superheroes, Captain America, Iron Man, and of course, Captain Marvel. The heroes scolded her, uh, scolded the girl for her disobedience and asked uh, her what she wanted in life. Yeah, that's gotta, that's gotta be rough to be scolded by your heroes, right? It's also gotta be trippy just having all of that happen to you and a fever dream, right? Like, oh man, I'm never sneaking out again. Great way to turn any kid into an obedient child, right? So Kamala mused that she wanted to be more like Captain Marvel, who she described as beautiful and awesome and butt kicking and less uh, complicated. When the vision ended, uh, Kamala emerged from her terrigenous cocoon. She was shocked to find that she had literally been transformed into a young Carol Danvers in her uh, Miss Marvel costume. Which, yeah, I'm sure that would freak anybody out. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) At that point, it's one of those like, wait, am I still tripping? Right. So taking it back, Kamala struggled to gain control of her new powers. After giving herself some time to calm down, Camilla discovered that she was now a polymorph and could change her body into virtually anything. Which, not gonna lie, that would be an awesome power to have. Oh yeah, her power set is like... Mm. I'd get in so much trouble. Oh yeah, she she basically, she's kind of like Marvel's version of uh, Elongate Man. Yeah, that's basically exactly what she is. <laughs> yeah, just like this, this beast with... Yeah. Okay, uh, so as she ran through the neighborhood, she eventually found herself back at the waterfront, where she saw a drunk Josh Richardson cause Zoe Zimmer to fall into the river. Instinctively, Kamala changed into Miss Marvel and rescue, rescued Zoe by enlarging her arm to pull Zoe to, the, to safety. So that's one of her big things that she mostly does, is just enlarge her arms and fists and stuff. Yep. But arguably, it's probably one of the most effective things to just do in any situation. Oh, definitely. Big hand punch good. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as simple as that is, that's all it needed to be. Right? So, needless to say, the residents of Jersey City and local media were fairly surprised by such a sight, and Camilla fled the scene. Upon returning home, Camilla realized that there, were, there was more to being like Carl Danvers than just looking like her. I mean, that's always the case with these young young wannabe heroines. Yep. Finding out that uh, great, with great power comes a lot of horror. I thought you were about to give yourself a death wish. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I, no, I am an uncle. <laughs> okay, so don't, don't ever say that yeah, phrase. Don't, don't ever say that near your, your nephews and nieces. Okay, so as horrible as Zoe had treated her, she was glad and proud that she had rescued her. She wanted to continue that, but it seemed unlikely that would happen, as she was promptly grounded by her parents, who had learned from Bruno that she had stole, stolen away to the party without their permission. Way to snitch, Bruno. Right. That's why we don't talk about you. (laughs) So, becoming Miss Marvel. Later, after her punishment ended, and while Bruno was working at the neighborhood convenience store, Circle Q, uh, Camilla went to visit him. There, she encountered an armed robbery in progress, and abandoning her desire to reconcile with her friend over the circumstances of her grounding, Camilla jumped into action in an attempt to stop the burglar, but would be shot in the process. That escalated quickly. Yes, it did. (laughs) Uh, But luckily, Camilla discovered that she had a second power. She could heal from her injury by simply shifting back to her true form, outing herself to her friend in the process. And that's an interesting way for your healing process to work. If I remember correctly, it's a little more complicated than that. She could, she technically, I think, doesn't have to. It's just the quickest way to make her body shift. Which makes sense. Because I think she can technically focus on the healing, but it, ta- it also takes a lot of energy just for the healing. Yeah, Which, that makes sense. Uh, so Bruno explained to the th- uh, that the thief he had just faced was his younger brother, Vic, who had gotten involved with a mysterious person called the Inventor and was forced to break the law for him. You know, like every young teenage in America. You know, just, always... just hearing this, I'm like, somebody brushed up on their Ninja Turtle movies. <laughs> It's exactly what I thought, too. Like, oh, it's the Foot Clan. <laughs> exactly. Okay, concerned the two friends traced Vic to a seemingly abandoned house in Greenville. Kamala put together a makeshift superhero costume out of her swimsuit and a domino mask as she went to Vic's rescue. She soon realized that she was not alone as the house filled with the inventors other teenage minions oh my god this is completely the foot clan led by a boy named doyle why is the bully gotta be named doyle like that, 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 that's a very i want used one i want to say i want to just apologize to anybody named doyle but uh i get it i get why you probably haven't talked to your parents in a while right so, uh, yeah, uh, with a so Doyle has small army uh, worth of mechanical spiders. All I can think of is a Doyle rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm, that's where I was trying to place it. Same kept popping up. I'm like Doyle. Why does that sound like something from a movie I've seen? Because it is kind of okay. Cool. <laughs> so Camilla's initial rescue attempt would fail as she was overpowered by Doyle and his robot spiders. <laughs> I can't, say rules. I can't say his name without laughing now. <laughs> uh, and on her arrival back home was met by her upset parents, of course. Mm. Her father would cheer her up by reminding her how much she meant to them, perfect as she, the way she was. You know, like parents would do. 
Of course, every kid, I guess, needs to hear it. So Kamala took it to, to heart and spent the next day with Bruno developing her powers and making a costume. She later went back to successfully rescue Vic from Doyle, but earned the inventor's wrath for her actions. Kamala swore that she would protect Jersey City from him as Miss Marvel. The hero's born. That's one way to start it. Yeah, right. So the inventor. After a few more attacks from the inventor, Kamala went into the sewers to investigate strange noises where she finally came face to face with the inventor. Yes, yeah, so this section we kind of skip around a bit and just kind of have the general gist of what happens. But kind of cool what happens next. So, of course, the inventor brings up the sewer gators in New York. Yep. So she would later be saved from some genetically modified alligators by Wolverine who also happened to be in the area looking for a lost student, uh, the pair would defeat the Avengers Gators. Which I think is kind of cool for you, like one of your first team-ups, man. Right? Like, like Wolverine? I, you can't have any more of an awesome first team-up. Oh, yeah. Especially in the sewers, in the circumstances. Who do you want on your side in that? Perfect teammate. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of heroes I would love to t- fight side-by-side, side, but he would definitely be my... Hope for the first. Oh, yeah. Especially, I'm like, like what better than a hero that you know is not going to go down easy, too? Oh, yeah. So, later she would try to take on the inventor alone, but realized uh, during their battle she was outpowered and she would call Bruno, who in turn would call the police, who would then arrest the inventor. A little anticlimactic, but... It know. really was, in all honesty. Like, that whole... Reading the section about the whole first, like, real supervillain she faces... It was very anticlimactic. Quite. But, you know, I guess I guess some stories don't have to be a big blowout. Big summer blowout. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just popped into my head. <laughs> okay, so, uh, folks, that is the origins in-universe of Miss Marvel. Or Kamala. So let's get into powers and abilities. So elongation, that's a given. We already talked about that. She can, you know, grow her height, like all like do all that stuff. She can even alter her size and that to make herself like like not just like taller, not just stretching out her legs, but literally grow in size. Almost think an ant man style thing. That. I'm starting to think of like the old one from the Super Friends. Oh, oh, uh, Long Shadow. Yeah. Long Shadow. (laughs) Actually, yeah, a little bit. Uh, So uh, when uh, when she's large, she can lift upwards of 20 or 75 tons, which is a lot. I mean, but that's fair for how big she is. It's got to compensate somehow. Right. Like. Like that'd be that that would suck if you could get that big and then you just, and, and you're still the same strength you normally have. right like like God dang it uh, at that point you'd fall over oh yeah because you couldn't even keep your own <laughs> can carry your own body weight she also has a healing factor which we kind of discussed and uh, for the most part if I remember like early on it was just more of her switching bodies which because it alters her body which makes heal sense it. but later on I think they did alter it to where she could actually like heal it it just takes. 
a little longer in the whatever form she's in. Yeah. Uh, she also has shape-shifting. Yeah, she's a full-blown polymorph. She is straight-up el- elongation man from, like, from DC Comics. Like, she can alter. She can make cubes out of her body. She can full-blown shape-shift into a different person. Well, I mean, they, you see that at her very first outing out of her cocoon. She's yeah. She's completely different. Which is, like, this is a badass like anytime a character gets a power set like this they are immediately like top tier material I think. oh yeah that so uh this is kind of a weird one that i found oh i didn't even know about this one okay okay yeah well i'm gonna let you since you found this one i'm gonna let you take that one so apparently she has bioluminescence uh when she, uh, she emits a glowing yellow energy signature when using her more morphogenic powers huh He's shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Biolumin... No, it's just a rock covered with bioluminescence algae. God, half this episode has just been referenced. Right? <laughs> but also, I mean, cool? I mean, it feels like it's just a really weird add-on to her powers that really? didn't need to be there, but it, but it is. I mean, useful, I guess, like considering where she lives and how often she would probably end up in the sewer to face villains. Probably or not the wor- world's dark. Yeah, probably not the worst but, unnecessary power to have. But at the same time, too, like that could give you away so easily. Yeah, true. True. Like, that. Like that, that seems like a that almost seems like more of a weakness than it, it should be under weakness instead of powers. Just because like that that detrimental to you trying to hide. Because yeah, when to- she's using her morphogenic. Ah, so yeah. It's not that seems like it'd be tough to control. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into weaknesses now, speaking of. Uh, electromagnetic pulses. Ms. Marvel's body is vulnerable to EMPs, which can weaken her elasticity. We don't know the science behind... I don't know enough about science to dispute that, or even know how that works. I have a feeling it has something to do with where it like makes it a little more rigid, and so it would be harder for it to actually transform and be flexible. I could see is that. what I imagine is what is happening with that. I'm that'd be my best guess. I just feel like an EMP wouldn't really have enough of an elect. I don't like I said, I don't know enough about science to know how any of that works. <laughs> okay, so uh, o- uh, overexerted healing, overuse of her healing factor temporarily weakens her elasticity powers, which that makes sense. Which that slightly came up in that story with her and the inventor and eventually her calling Bruno. Yeah. Well, she was using it so much that she was starting to slow down on her healing. Mm, makes sense. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to use material to fill in material. Like, yeah. eventually, yeah, you, you start to lose how much elasticity you would be able to send to the rest of your body. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for uh, powers, abilities, and weaknesses. So now into our other media. For as new as she is, she is in a surprisingly large amount of stuff. Yeah, she is. Um, so in TV, for animation, she appears in Avengers Assemble in third and fourth season, Marvel Future Avengers 2017 anime series, and the second season of the 2018 Spider-Man series, and in Spidey and his amazing friends. And in live action, she will appear in the upcoming Disney Plus series, Ms. Marvel, which we have briefly talked about throughout the episode. <laughs> Um, in film, she appears in a 2018 animated film, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors, and is set to appear in the 2023 film, The Marvels. Huh. I remember the first one. 
And that. I remember hearing about the Marvels, but beyond the name, it doesn't seem like there's much about it yet. Not really. They were ba- basically tie-ins to the car- to the cartoon series and that the sense. Avengers. And that's so they didn't really get as much press as they probably needed. <laughs> makes sense. So for books, uh, in March of 2016, Marvel Press announced that they would release a 128-page chapter book titled Miss Marvel Fist of Fury in October 2017. And she also even has an audiobook. Oh, that's uh, cool. In August 2015, graphic audio released Miss Marvel No Normal, uh, which adapts the first five issues of the comic, uh, comic book series. Which is kind of nice that uh, there's a way to adapt that, but I feel like knowing the way comics are designed... That'd be a really hard thing to adapt. It really would be. Also, not the one I'd want adapted. Oh, yeah, no. I want the book adapted because right. I, I'm dyslexic. I can read a comic. I feel like if... And, and I feel like also Ms. Marvel with her shape-shifting, that'd be a horrible character to try to adapt a comic series I into. Just, yeah, because I feel like the co- the visuals really are important for the comic. Yeah, like, especially for something like her. Like, if it was Batman, that would be fine. Because he doesn't need anything special or big. It's, it's a normal dude. But someone who can elongate themselves, change shape. Even glow now that we know that <laughs> right? thing. Like, I just feel like that'd be a pain to adapt into an audiobook. I almost want to try to find the audiobook to see how that went. I'm curious. Yeah. Now. Just, just not not, <laughs> out cu- not even me thinking it's going to be good. But I'm like, I'm like, now I'm curious. Yeah. So she does have a handful of video games. Uh, she appears in the, as an unlockable character in Lego Marvel Superheroes, uh, level Lego Marvel Avengers. Yeah, turning <laughs> into you over here. <laughs> uh, the MMORPG Marvel Heroes and Lego Marvel Superheroes Two. See, I had the right mar- superhero thing, Marvel thing. It was a little too <laughs> soon. Um, she also appears in Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, The Black Order, and as the main character in 2020's Marvel Avengers. Oh yeah, which I did play a bit, which threw me off because I didn't know anything about her at the time. Ah, but that makes it was also kind of an eh game, anyways. Which I've heard from a lot of people, which, which is makes upsetting. me feel bad now learning more about her. That they could have done so much better with that. Yeah, I feel like it was a letdown for her as a character. And then, like a lot of Marvel characters, she appears in pretty much every Marvel phone game. That makes sense. And there was a huge list of those because I don't blame you for not writing it down. They just punt those things out like nothing. They really do. So yeah, no, uh, honestly, cool. That's a lot. That's a surprising amount of media considering how new this character is. Right. Like I knew about all the cartoon ones and that, but I'm a big, big advocate of watching cartoons. So. And you were, you were a big children at heart. Yeah, and you saying you didn't recognize her in the game. I'm like, that makes sense unless you had kept up with the Mar, like either the comics or the cartoons. Yep. And that, so I, I'm not surprised because she, yeah, as we told, very new. So I guess the question that I ask every week is: You a fan, Joker? I definitely think I am, especially from doing the research and what little I've seen of her, anyways. She seems like a fun character, and they did a really great job at portraying her ethnicity without being racist about it. Very much so, and I think it helped having people from that background work on the character. Yeah. And honestly, you know what? I'm a fan, too. Just an awesome character. I love her. I love the personality of the character in the comics and in the cartoons, and that she's always a fun one. And um, like like I said, amazing power set. So, you know what? I'm a fan, too. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, 
or even like the character before from a movie, a comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.